Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. On September 5th, the families of Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor will on the 100th or rather 1,000th day of their detention in China invite Canadians to participate in 7,000 Steps for Freedom in the March for the Michaels. And joining us on the program to speak about this event and about what her family and what she is experiencing, and uh, I think she can also speak for the Spavor family, certainly to a certain extent, is uh, Vina Najibullah. She is the wife of uh, Michael Kovrig. Vina, thank you very much for coming on the program. How are you? Thank you so much, Roy, for having me. I- I'm, I'm doing okay. Thank you. So a thousand days in captivity on September the 5th for your husband and Mr. Spavor. Uh, It's a reminder of two people living in terrible hardship. I think this is where we have to begin our conversation. Can you talk to us about what it is that your husband is experiencing? Yes. Well, well, thank you so much for also mentioning the solidarity event uh, that our family and Michael Spavor and Michael's friends are organizing on September 5th. Um, I'll start there and then I'll explain a little bit more about um, what these 1,000 days have been for us. Um, we're organizing the event to mark the fact that this has been 1,000 days of unjust attention to honor the um, incredible resilience and strength that both of these men have shown and to demand action to finally bring them home because it is unfathomable that a thousand days has passed and they're still being held unjustly, arbitrarily, because of no fault of their own. Michael and Michael Spavor are in this situation because of a bigger geopolitical uh, game between the United States and China Uh, a much bigger competition that has nothing to do with them, and yet Canada and Michael have been caught up in this for nearly a thousand days. It is unjust, and it has to come to an end. Yes, it does. Uh, When we talk about your husband and his time in a Chinese prison, and he hasn't been sentenced, he has been found guilty, but he hasn't been sentenced, which I find very interesting, and we can talk about that in, in a short while. But there's an aspect of his daily life which carries over into the uh, event that you're going to be having in Ottawa and are asking Canadians to participate in across this country. And and one of the things you're asking people to do, and which you'll do in Ottawa on the 5th of September, is walk 7,000 steps. Why is that important, Vina? What's the significance? Yes, uh, 7,000 steps is uh, how much Michael paces around his cell every day to stay mentally and physically strong. Um, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable um, what he's been going through, what he's endured in these last two and a half years. And um, I've known Michael for 20 years, and even I am amazed um, and inspired by how he's face this. Um, I mean, we can't even comprehend. I mean, a lot of us are obviously struggling with the pandemic. I am as well. And and I know how hard it's been for us, even in this circumstance, to to exercise, to do things, to stay strong. And, and Michael is finding that discipline within to every day take 7,000 steps. And I'm hoping that collectively, if all of us around Canada come together and mark that day in that same spirit of determination and discipline, and take those 7,000 steps in solidarity with him, 
that with each step that we take, he gets one step closer to coming home and to being free. I think it's wonderful for Canadians. It would be wonderful for Canadians. And wonderful support for Michael, Michael, your, your husband, and Michael Spavor to know that people in this country were on the 5th of September doing what you're asking and what you're putting forward. And uh, just to bottom line it, in Ottawa, people may join the march, uh, which begins at 9.30 in the morning. That's right. Uh, right. On and, Sunday uh, morning, 9.30. Right. And uh, it, it, it goes to Majors Hill Park, right? So it begins at Windsor Park, and we will walk through the canal to Majors Hill Park. Obviously, Ottawa is where we'd like people who are nearby to come and join us in person so that there's strength in our numbers. But I also would invite Canadians and, and people, friends around the world, and, and people will be doing this around the world, um, to, to walk however many steps they can, wherever they are, to mark the day, to remember these two Canadians who have endured this injustice and have done so with so much strength of character. And hopefully by doing this collectively, by showing the solidarity, we will inspire action to bring them home. It's something that we that can... That is ultimately the goal, is to bring them home. Yeah. It's something people can do very easily yeah. in, as family units. They can do it as neighborhoods, can do it as communities can turn it into a provincial event. We already hope it's going to be a national event. So on the 5th of September, any time during the day, the march in Ottawa starts at 9.30 in the morning, Eastern Time in Ottawa, but you can do it any time uh, during the day. And then uh, post a photo on social media with the hashtag, uh, bring them home. Post a yes. photo. So walk 7,000 steps or however many you can, wherever you are on the 5th of September, do it as a family, do it as a as a neighborhood, do it as a town, as a city, and and then post the photographs on social media with the hashtag bring them home. Uh, information is available. Tell us where the information is available, Avina, for people who want to find out more. So we have a we have an event page, uh, a Facebook group uh, called March for, for the Michaels. Uh, you can register there, you can show your support. So even if you can't come to Ottawa, you can uh, show your interest. Um, and uh, help us make the event uh, more better known. So you can definitely get that on the Facebook event page, also on other social media, Twitter, Instagram, so wherever you find your news. But it is Sunday, September 5th. Um, I'm grateful to you also, Roy, for uh, giving me this time to, to share directly with the Canadians and your listeners, and I hope that they will join us. Um, it's been really difficult. There's so many elements of this that have been heartbreaking and painful for Michael and for, for us. But one thing that helps, and, and I keep reminding Michael of this in my letters, is that he's not alone. No matter how singular and solitary this experience may feel to him, he's not alone. We are with him and Canadians from around the country and friends around the world are with him. And I, I know that that gives them hope and that gives them faith that he will not be forgotten, that we will do what's possible to bring him home. And hopefully this is the last grim milestone that we will be marking uh, and that we don't get the three years um, because December would mark three years. And my hope is that with this collective action and hopefully with um, changes in, in the fall, with opportunities in the fall, we can finally bring him home and we don't have to look at another milestone in December. Uh, Vina, what are the conditions like that Michael lives under? Because I think it's important for us to, for Canadians to know this, because you said something just before the break, 
and that is we're going to have a new government at, at the end of yeah. September. And it's going to be the responsibility, I believe, of the new government, however it's formed. And I'd love to see all the political parties get together and pragmatically work on getting your husband and Mrs. Pavor back to this country. But it's important for people to know what the conditions are like that Michael lives under. What can you share with us? Yes. Um, thank you, Roy. It's, it's difficult for, no, for us to know exactly um, what Michael has been experiencing, but we get uh, glances of that in his letters. And, you know, he talks about how it's a concrete jungle or how it's a tiny cell um, that he hasn't seen a tree in a thousand days or that he hasn't been outside. So there, there are glimpses of his daily life that we get or the kind of the monastic surroundings that he describes. Um, he also says things like, you know, the experience has been a real boot camp in forbearance. Uh, that was in his most recent July letter to us where, and that really stood out to me. It's, it's a boot camp in forbearance and it's really well put. Um, his main solace are books. Um, it took us months uh, to advocate for him to be able to get books. Uh, fortunately, now he does. Um, he mentioned in one letter that um, in his childhood, his uh, books were his best friends and that that's become the case now as well, that um, he finds a tremendous amount of solace in them. And we send him all the books that he requests and, and try to get as many to him as possible. Um, he also uh, loves to sing. Michael um, used to be in, in a band in his youth, and that's also really serving him now. So he sings songs and remembers lyrics. Um, he's a beautiful writer, so whenever he does get to write letters, he, he writes these really beautiful letters that I think help him process uh, the experience as well. But but otherwise, it's you know a windowless bell, and every day it's the same thing. So he has to through sheer discipline of spirit, um, just will himself to continue to um, do things like walk around his cell, meditate, pray, sing, read books, you know, like try to have as much agency and control over his surroundings as he can. Um, and, you know, he, he's being philosophical about it and stoic, but I know it's taking a toll and it's certainly taking a toll on all of us as well out here fighting uh, for his freedom. Yeah. You mentioned uh, that he sings, and I know yeah. that he was the lead singer in Budapest uh, with a band <laughs> called right. Bankrupt. That's right. And the band... The bank band. Yeah. I'm sorry? It was a punk band, yes. This the was, punk uh, band. Before he and I met, so this was uh, in his 20s. Um, yeah, his youth, he was... Um, right, he was and, the, band, yes. and the band has written a song for Michael. Yes. And uh, and, right. and it's called The Plane to Toronto. May I just play a little bit of it? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a beautiful gesture. Yeah. So we're going to play a little bit of the song by uh, the band in Budapest in Hungary, Bankrupt. Uh, Michael was the lead singer for the punk rock band back in the 90s. Here's what they have written for, for Michael Kohlberg. Please, we're gonna get you home. It's been a long time. 
So there is the group bankrupt as they exist today in uh, yeah. 2021. With Michael sang for the Michael Corby was the lead singer in the early 90s. A nice gesture. Right? That's a really positive gesture. Well, and I hope, I mean, that is certainly my dream and that of everybody fighting for Michael, that right. we can get him on a plane to Toronto. I mean, that right. is very true. It's, yeah. it's the goal that I wake up with every morning is what can I do today for that to become the reality. Vina, what, what's your message to whoever forms the next government of Canada and uh, to the parties that will become the opposition? And the new government's going to have an opportunity in the fall when world leaders will be able to engage during their scheduled meetings. But what, what do you say to the, the people who will form the, gov- the government in a few weeks? I mean, my message is simple. It's time to bring Michael home. Uh, we need to be pragmatic. We need to be strategic. And we have to find a way to break the stalemate. We've been in a stalemate for nearly a thousand days. There is a solution for this. Uh, we have to engage diplomatically with the U.S. and China to find it. And as you said, there will be opportunities for that coming up with the meetings at the G20 and with the climate change meeting in November. It's time. Michael has paid the price. It is unjust. It is unnecessary. His detention can and must be brought to an end. And, and I hope that they will work together. This is not about partisanship. Uh, this is about people, innocent Canadians who paid a price, and it is time to bring them home. It is indeed. Remind us again about September the 5th and what Canadians can do on that day. Absolutely. September 5th is when we will be walking in solidarity with Michael and Michael Stavor. We'll be taking 7,000 steps for freedom, urging uh, the government in Ottawa and uh, in the U.S. and China to work together to finally bring them home. And everybody can participate in person if you're in Ottawa. And if you're not in Ottawa, anywhere in this country, you can decide as an individual, as a family, as a group. Maybe you're a walking group and you can do that. Or you're, you're runners. Just, just take 7,000 steps for Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor, the two Michaels, and bring them home. And then take photographs of what you're doing and post them on social media with the hashtag Bring Them Home September the 5th. It's when there are 1,000 days, 1,000 days they will have been in in unjust captivity. Last question, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Roy. Uh, It has been a difficult, difficult process for me and for the rest of Michael's family to go through, but what gives me hope and faith um, is knowing that we're not alone in this, that people care. Uh, That also gives Michael hope and um, you know, I'm, I'm a person of faith and I believe that our efforts will succeed and we will bring Michael home. Thank you so much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.